<laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Basic Binges, part of the Talk Network. On the show, we review popular shows that are out now while eating and drinking our favorite things. I am your host, Eric Ramirez. And right now, I'm not eating anything because I just went to Applebee's and like scarfed a bunch of appetizers because I went during happy hour. So that was nice. Uh, but I am <laughs> drinking a nice cold truly because it is very, very hot out there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to introduce our guests for today on this journey that we are about to take. We have Erin, Jordan, and Julie. Erin, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Erin. Um, I'm not eating anything as well. I literally just had a Korean corn dog. So besides that, I'm just sticking with water. It's very hot and I need to stay hydrated. So passing the drinking because I, for me personally, I think drinking when it's really hot, it gives me a really bad headache. So I'm just going to stick with water today. Bravo, bravo. Good choices. I have water too because mm. hydration is important. Um, Jordan, go ahead and introduce yourself and your wonderful, oh. beautiful ears. <laughs> just all, all the things. Yeah, I am definitely an elf today. Um, yeah, it's wonderful to see you all. Um, I've seen... One of you on one of my wonderful little uh, hosting shows and two of you, I'm so glad to meet you. Um, I am currently enjoying a wonderful ice cold Mai Tai in my little Yeti, Ooh. so it stays uh, like super nice. cold, right? Um, and I do have some water just on backup in my Legend of Zelda like glass cup thing, because you know, elves, elves is the thing, right? And we see um, it. Oh yes, we do have to see this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> my friend actually, <laughs> For my birthday, my friend actually got me. Um, it's like a, it's like a whole pack, and this was from Breath of the Wild. Um, cool. It was like a, it was like a collector's thing, but yeah, it's like in a little glass. It's cute. I, like I know, it. I love it. It just doesn't keep things cold, like my Yeti. Yeah. And then I'm enjoying some homemade street tacos. Um, they are carne asada yeah. tacos with some cheese and some like avocado oil buffalo sauce. So I'm so excited to do Yum. that. Yum. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Thank you for being here and sharing everything you're snacking and drinking on. And then finally, we have Julie. Julie, what are you eating and snacking on tonight? Hello, I'm Julie. Yes, I am drinking some Tazo passion tea, mm. caffeine free, because I don't drink caffeine. But I was really excited to find out that they had, I'm going to pour it in a fancy glass because I'm fancy <laughs> like that. Um <laughs> Um, I was excited to have it. They find that they have it in the big jugs. Anyway, and I am eating. Um, this is like a, a like a plant-based hot bucket. I've never tried Ooh. them before. Yes. So, so they good. have good reviews on target.com. So yeah. <laughs> this one is They're the so broccoli good. potato cheddar one. So Ooh. I like so far, I just took a bite. It's pretty good. And then I've got some crackers and jalapeno hummus because crackers and hummus are my favorite. So <laughs> all that sounds delicious. I want to thank you guys all for being here. Um, uh, now to get in what we're about to today, we are talking about Rings of Power episode one and two. We're about to embark on an eight week journey and talk about all this and it could be wonderful. So before we get into the show and everything like that, I do want to find out what were your guys' thoughts before when you heard that this was coming out? What were your worries? What were your excitements? Um, everything that you want to let me know. Go ahead, Jordan. Why don't you start? Sorry, I my mouth too. I always get the person who's eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, what's funny is when I heard that they were going to do this, right? And I don't know if you all remember this, but 
when they announced it, they did like a, um, it was like a, it was like a wood sort. It was like the announcement thing was like wood. And then they poured like molten, you know, like, like the rings were made with like, like molten um, metal. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this at the time, but it was actually shot in real life at a freaking like, uh, what do you call it when they, like, Smelting where they make factory? Yeah, it, like at a smelt. Yeah. It was actually, sh- and it was real, like, this was not CGI. None of it was CGI. It was touched up. And the minute that it got announced, I creamed myself. I was like, <laughs> I'm so excited for this because I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Like, when mm-hmm. I was in, let's see, when did Lord of the Rings come up? I was in high school um and middle school as well and my best friend at the time was obsessed with lord of the rings i think i saw fellowship of the ring three times in theaters i saw the two towers probably five in theaters and then um uh return of the king i saw i think like twice um in theaters so like and then it took me a while to watch the hobbit because i was like why am i gonna watch that i graduated high school like i'm past that and then it came out like i think on like uh, you know um on like a streaming platform and I watched all three fell in love all over again mm-hmm. with this thing. Um, and I've, I've read the novels. I have them, you know, I have like the, you know, so when I heard this was coming out, I definitely was skeptical at first, but at the same time I was super excited for this. And um, I will say I was not really that disappointed with, you know, the product. So that's sort of, you know, what, how my feelings were towards it good good um i'm right there with you and everything like that i remember that trailer i have to watch it again though i want to see the magnificence of them doing that live in person again yeah Um, it's not it's not fake at all it's so weird you're like oh this is all cgi and then if you watch the behind the scenes they're actually they like when they pour it they're like they have a camera really it's just it's insane that's beautiful that that's that's dedication (laughs) um jolie what did you think um, well, yeah, I've, I was very excited about it. I mean, I had the fortunate opportunity to go to Comic-Con this year and made it into their panel in Hall H and like that super hyped it up for me. Like, you know, they actually brought the orchestra that played the music, um, for the show, like the actual orchestra that recorded all the music. So that was really cool. They had like the entire cast there and it's a very large cast. Like they had to wow. do it in... Yeah, in wow. so <laughs> many people. Yeah. Um, so just seeing that we got to see like some first look clips and all this stuff. And like, so I was already like pretty excited after that. But I mean, I was excited when they announced it, of course, too. Because, yeah, I've been a Lord of the Rings fan for a long time as well. Um, I think, yeah, mine started about in high school, too. I don't know. My friends were kind of just like. Um, a few of my friends had already read the books and they're like, you gotta come see these movies with us. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I just fell in love. And mm. so, uh, yeah. And then I did read like parts of the books. I mean, I'm one of those people who like had a little hard time getting through some of the Tolkien language, I guess. Um, yeah. But I did attempt to read them on multiple attempts. I just don't think I ever finished yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, but it's, it's a hard it, read. It's a hard read. Yeah. It, it's definitely one of those that you have to like 
focus to continue through. <laughs> yes. And focus is not my strong point. So, but um, no, uh, but no, I, I mean, I studied into like the lore and everything and my friends who had read them were able to fill me in on anything they might've missed. And like, so, yeah. So, I mean, I guess my expectations were kind of like, I wouldn't say they were high or low. They were kind of just somewhere in the middle where I'm like, well, I don't want to get too hopeful, but from what I've seen so far, it looks good and all that stuff. So, yeah. Good. good. And <clears throat> sorry, Aaron, what are your thoughts about it? I was choking. Um, no, it's okay. Honestly, uh, same thing. You know, of course, I feel like we've all had similar experiences, except for the uh, part that I didn't grow up with Lord of the Rings in middle and high school. I actually, uh, I got into it when COVID hit. So in, yeah, in 2020, that's when I was just watching everything and I was binging everything. I binged <laughs> South Park. I, yeah. I need to binge some other things. Yeah. Like everybody. We watched so much TV during COVID. Yeah. Oh my God. Like yeah. the whole yeah. Marvel anthology. Doctor, I was that yeah. for like weeks. We felt like, um, oh, what's his, what's his character's name in Ant-Man? It's just like, so here's the entire story. Blah, 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 blah. And then that's like literally us like watching, you know, of course, binging everything. Um, but with Lord of the Rings, of course, I've seen it now countless of times. Uh, always have to do the extended version. Um, it's not right watching, you know, of course, the, the cut down version. You always have to start with the extended. Um, but, you know, of course, seeing the similarity. Well, we're going to talk more about it, but seeing the similarities between uh of course fellowship and the start of rings of power it's it's there you can see like oh you know we obviously know what's going to happen in fellowship of the ring and following the main character it's like okay now it's you know it's kind of intersecting kind of in between so i can't wait for this series to you know fully go out um i know every single time at the end of uh, return of the king i cry it's just the music and then it's just like, no, you don't have to bow down to no one. And then everybody freaking bows to four of them. And I'm like, ah, just <laughs> feelings. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, I'm also keeping this interest at a middle ground. Of course, I don't want to be too high in expectations, too low in expectations. I like being in the middle because, of course, we've all learned from multiple series that we were getting invested in, and then it just kind of shattered, <laughs> shattered us at the end. Yeah. yeah, Or something Whatever that we just didn't know about. about? <laughs> <laughs> um, or, you know, something that we, were, we weren't really into, and then we were like, wow, this is amazing. So it can go either way. I'm just excited to see how it's going to play out. Yes, I agree with you. I'm excited. Hopefully it goes the way I want it to, but mm -hmm. you never know. Um, so before we get into this as well, uh, how do you guys feel about this being a prequel and there's not a book for this series, that they're just coming up with it from the lore that Tolkien created? Uh, how do you guys feel about that? We'll start with you on this one, Julie. Um, I I mean, I think it's very interesting. And I, I mean, I think it's pretty cool because you know, there's so much out there that's based on the books and based on like, just not just Lord of the Rings, just other stuff too. It's, you know, always based on the book. So it's kind of cool to be able to like, take a stab at it, you know, original, like with the, with just having to be original material. I mean, with obviously the main source still being Tolkien material, but um, 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I think it's kind of cool. Cause I think it gives it like a fresh take on things and yeah. And the fact that like, nobody knows any of this, that it's like the first time we're all experiencing this together. Like, it's kind of cool. Like nobody knows what's going to happen in the prequels. I mean, we know what's going to happen later, but we don't know all of what happened before. We might know some of it from bits and pieces, but I mean, you know, as long as it doesn't go the Game of Thrones route, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think we're good. Please, no. I know that, like, it, it depends on the writer, you know? Like, sure. some writers yeah. are really good at coming up with original material, and some, they go off of the source material, and they're like, mm. so, mm. Yeah. Let's throw this in here. Don't know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm right there with you. What, what, what do you think, Julie, about the prequel and it coming from all the like lore material. Or oh, Aaron, so, Aaron, sorry, sorry. I was gonna say, I was like, okay. I, was okay. like I think Julie already talk talked about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to bring up uh, the, I always have a hard time pronouncing it, but the Similarion. Um, thank you, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. I always have a such a big issue like pronouncing it. It's just, you know, one of those really hard Tolkien words. Um, but I'm, you know, of course, with you on struggling to read his type of writing, um, but piece by piece, I'm like, okay, I know it's going to be some parts of that book, kind of, hopefully, well, we'll see if it's incorporated into the prequel, because I do see, like, a couple of names that I've seen before, and I'm like, okay, now I know where, where this is going. So um, from here, you know, of course, like you said, it's going to be just a brand new story. And so just seeing um, the main character just being a freaking boss at everything is just going to be, it's going to be fun. I'm so mm-hmm. excited to see go yeah. on this journey in this. Yeah. Um, what about you? What do you think about this prequel? Sorry, I've been to a really spicy part of the taco, so I'm going to be like... <laughs> um, so I'm glad you brought up the Samalarian because that book is probably one of the hardest books. It's like trying to read old old day English, right? Yeah. Like you're trying to read a book in a way where it's like nothing makes sense. And for those of you that haven't read it and that want to know what go on, and that wants to know what goes on in the book, there's a good 10 minute like YouTube video of it. Um, on YouTube if you ever just need to get like the lore of like what happened before because JR like he he made an entire world right like based off of like these books so please go and watch that because they mentioned the Samolaris like within the rings of power and that's really important to realize because we're at an age where we're after the Samolarian like hundreds of years thousands of years after but we're also a little bit before um, The Hobbit. And so mm-hmm. you kind of see that like in sort of one and two when you meet Durin and you meet like all these people where you're like, hey, I've heard that name in The mm-hmm. Hobbit, right? Like, so, um, but I feel like um, because in like in the books and then even in the Samalarian, you don't hear about Galadriel at all. Like all you, all you experience is like in, in the Lord of the Rings where she's like, Oh, Here's she's this like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, she, she's this bad bitch and you don't want to mess with her. But like, now we have a story. Like now we have this, like, 
and and it it could go south right like it could go like daenerys game of thrones season seven <laughs> season like like it could go that way but i'm liking what they're doing with it but also too like with the other characters that they have like and we'll talk about it a little bit more um i'm liking everything like i'm liking everything that's going on in this entire like including the mythology the lore everything it's connecting everything right mm -hmm. especially in the in the first episode where we're like introduced to all these characters but i'm like this is absolutely necessary for everything that plays out in the rest of the series so Oh yeah, it's, uh, that, especially let's jump into that first episode a little bit and start talking about the characters that we're going to be start meeting. Um, that first episode was chock full with introductory. That's all that episode was. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, a little bit of past tense of this is where we come from. We're coming from here. Like Galadriel and Finrod come from uh, Valinir, and you see the elves travel over to Middle Earth and everything. And hear about Morgoth that he's more badass than. Sauron was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yep. shocked me because yeah. I didn't know that. Um, but we get that whole big war with the elves and Morgoth and everybody like that. And then uh, the elves are kind of just stuck there still looking for um, Sauron at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where we see older Galadriel looking because her brother, spoiler alert, passed away. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you think they brought that was when they were in the icy mountains and she's still looking for this evil. And then we get into uh, Farid with, I think I'm saying that right. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, to where we meet the elves and they're like, the evil's gone. What did you guys think about that whole first like 20 minutes and all that story? We'll start with you, Jordan. So I knew from jump, I was like, these bitches don't know. And Galadriel knows. <laughs> she's like, I know this shit ain't gone. And, and, and I feel like that, I feel like that while she is naive and while she is young in this series, she already has that like bad bitch mentality where she's like, no, she's like, I don't believe this. She's like, something else is going on. And um, I think we see that too with her company where people, where the elves are like, we'll follow you until we like get killed. And then we're like, nah, like we're, we're gonna go. And then she's like, shit, like I lost all of my company, right? Um, but I do feel like, you know, specifically with her character, this is building up to a, a greater understanding of who she is within the J.R.R. Tolkien mythology, right? Like, she's this, yeah, she's this elf, right? And, like, we see this early on, like, and which we don't see, like, we only hear about, right, in Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, where they go to the Undying Lands, right? Like, like they had this, they had this area and this land before, right? And we never see that. And we see that in this first episode and it is beautiful. We get a taste of paradise in that. And then all of a sudden it's taken away and they're like, shit, like, what do we do, right? Like we're on middle earth, we can't, right? Like they can still live a long time, but then they're like, we can also die. And like yeah. death is a reality for these elves. And so I feel like in this first episode, it was just so, it was so well done in a way where I was like, I'm invested. Like, I wanna know what's going on with her. I don't care if it goes shitty. I wanna know what happens with her, how her character develops, what goes on after that, right? And then we see this sort of like friendship that happens with her and Elrond, right? Who is fine as hell and is also, right? also, <laughs> yes. also, if y'all didn't know, 
he was in Lord of the Rings and played the star that made Jon Snow. Just want to let you know. <laughs> you uh, mean Game of Thrones? Huh? Uh, sorry, Game oh. of Thrones. What did I say? I think you said Lord of the Rings, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Lord, I mean, Lord, Lord of the Rings? And wow. And I, I, like, know they're, I know they're both coming up. Like, like, <laughs> wow. He played... <laughs> He played the Stark that got Liliana pregnant and then made Jon Snow. Yep. So go back, go look at his screen credits because he. I was like, he looks so familiar. Looked him up and I was like, yes, I remember I this. Okay. Familiar too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That makes but, sense. But he's also just like, he's also cute and he's like young. He's like, mm, like mm, I'm going to do my thing. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> Plus um, for Elrond not to have his power yet that we've known him to have. Right. Mm-hmm. He's, he's kind of like he's, the... He's not the high king. No. We we have another high king. And you're like, and and those of us that have seen, you know, Lord of the Rings and our fans, like, we know what you become, but okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this play out. So well, <laughs> yeah. I if you notice he writes the high king's speech when he's sending them away because he's mouthing it, which yeah. was beautiful. Period. Um I did want to touch base before I ask the uh, the you other two um about what you thought about this first 20 minutes coming from Volunteer and the battle and everything like that. I did love that beginning speech where she was like, "We didn't even have a word for this." Yeah, yeah. just yeah. seeing it and like just the build up, and now they have several words. I just found that so beautiful. And the writer for that was Peach. Um, Aaron, let's go with you. And what do you think about the, um, the moving to Middle Earth and the war and evil and them? Thinking oh yeah, <laughs> like the entire thing. Of course, it. it it was definitely like kind of a recap moment and I was like whoa okay this is a lot of information being flooded into me it's one of those things that I need to watch again in order to you know of course get all the information down but I always think about Elrond and the introduction that we have to him he's just you know writing a speech and in this beautiful place and then two uh, elves come up and she's like oh my gosh we've been looking for you everywhere and he's like oh it's like if I never wanted to be seen what's yeah. up yeah <laughs> and it's it's so great it's just everything I really like his character um and I know that I can latch on to his character because he does not die so <laughs> you know it's just one of those like you know it's just some characters obviously you know of course game of thrones and from the past other things that we've liked so far it's always hard liking a character and then they die the next episode you're like you know what that's that's cool it's whatever but uh (laughs) yeah um but of course we can safely say i like this character i like um how of course he's portrayed in uh this uh series i like how galadriel is portrayed in this series i'm like the entire time i'm thinking man she can step on me and i would thank her (laughs) 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 they can both step on me and i would both thank them at the same time absolutely agreed absolutely right there right there julie what do you what were your expectations or what were your thoughts about this first little bit um well first of all I, I have to say the casting of the actress that plays Galadriel. I mean, she's like spot on Kate Blanchett. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, her like, name where did you find this girl? She's like Morphe Clark or Morphe Clark or whatever. She has a beautiful name. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, I immediately like fell in love with her character all over. She's actually was my, I would say probably my favorite character in the originals. 
Um, I even had an email address, y'all. That was the Elvin Queen at hotmail.com. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Mail. Before I, you know, got professional and got a Gmail or whatever, <laughs> I still, I still use that one, and I have to explain it sometimes because some people don't get the reference. Don't and I'm worry. like, we all have those emails that we have to explain. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I was really excited to just see more of her like backstory and see her being badass. And like, um, can we talk about the fact that? Okay, so. You know when they're fighting the snow troll or whatever? Yeah. And like she basically like single-handedly yep. defeats right, this yep. guy. And yeah. her company's like, nah. I was like, if I was her company, I would see that and be like, wow, that's the leader I want to follow. Because Let's go further north. And instead they're like, nah. That was my moment where I was just like really that's what y'all think of her like just defeating this thing by herself come on now i thought the same exact thing i was just like (laughs) she literally made all of you guys look like stupid you know like stupid like look like ants and then it's just (laughs) like she goes in and just qua 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 and then they're like uh we're not gonna follow you anywhere we want to go home and it's just like (laughs) what (laughs) what did you just watch what i just watched yeah because- yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no right there with you she's badass uh but uh then we go from there meeting the elves and everything like that them going back and being told you are going to step down and go back to the motherland where we came from so you can live in peace mm-hmm. and we go from there and we get our first look at the harfoot which were ancestors mm-hmm. of the hobbits before they got to the shire um yeah. Now, there's been a little bit of controversy around the Harfoots thus far from the public and everything. And I know we want to touch base on this. Uh, diversity, um, a lot of people are coming up with diversity with Amazon comments and Rotten Tomatoes, um, and they're not liking it. Jordan, we'll start with you on this one. You had a, you had a little bit of insight earlier. <laughs> I don't, you mean I had a lot to say? Is yeah. What you meant to say. <laughs> I mean, it, it, for me, there wasn't, Seeing a person of color on screen play a fictional character is not a thing for me anymore, right? Like, like even grow like growing up, you would always see the same sort of typecast character, right? And let's be honest, it was mostly like white people playing these roles, right? Like live action roles. And I mean, like, even you, Eric, like we just talked about Cinderella, right? Like what and what we did, where it was like shit, like it was a live action black, Asian why like we had all this like playing out right and 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 for and for us that was a moment right so when this came out i wasn't even thinking about race i wasn't even thinking about who would play who right so to see like some hardfoots being played by black actors i was like absolutely cool you're believable your race has nothing to do with the fact right you're playing a fictional race that's probably looked down upon, right? Like in the world that you're, like I'm not even looking at your skin color, right? Same thing with the elves, right? Same thing with all these other characters that are being played. And so for me, I was like, that has nothing to do with like the acting or the quality of like what you're doing, right? Like in this first episode and even in the second episode where we get introduced to a black elf who is, 
so hot, who's beautiful. also like uh, yes. beautiful. <laughs> and, 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 beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. And I you're think like, that Ron Deere might be my my crush right now. <laughs> period. And, and like besides Elrond, who I'm like, mm, like yeah, you're yeah. like Mexico, cool like too. you're Mexican, like you're half Mexican. I love you. Um <laughs> like this it just seeing it was beautiful. And 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 if I had to focus on it, the fact that they had people of color playing these characters I think added more instead of diminishing what this entire series was supposed to mean so when people say oh the diversity of the cast you know it's just I don't understand where that's coming from and the only route that I can think of is like racism right like it's just it's just racist to think about people of color not playing these characters because you have in your mind that they're all supposed to be white like that just, that doesn't make sense. And so for me, I think it added rather than diminished the series. I completely agree. Um, Jolie, Aaron, what did you guys think? Either one of you. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so. <laughs> oh, go, Jolie, go. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I pretty much agree with what Jordan said. I mean, I, I said this before when we were talking, I will never understand someone's aversion to casting any ethnicity in a fictional character like it's Mm. fictional it's literally not based on a real person so why should that have any bearing on you know what race gets to play who or what i'm like because they you know they we've seen that in others that we've seen that in the little mermaid the new little mermaid too where i was like okay yeah she comes from norway again fictional character she's literally a half fish person like who's you know like but that's that's what i'm talking about like these these characters don't exist in the real world so i don't see why they couldn't be literally whatever ethnicity here's the thing do they act the part well do they fit the character then cast them by all means that's how it should always be like i just I just don't understand. Like people get so butthurt about the smallest thing. And like Jordan was saying, like, I don't know where that could come from except racism either. Like I I don't because what like you and also, oh, can we also talk about the fact that Harfoots are like were mentioned like I guess in the was it the sim simmer or some I can't I can't say it's it's gonna look similar. The, the, anyway, the and then in some other things, oh, but they weren't really oh, Simularian. Sim- okay, my gosh, I'm gonna learn how to say that before the end Simulary. of this thing. Maybe, yeah, right? uh, maybe not. <laughs> but like, other, you know, from what I understand, because they even talked about this at the panel I went to at ComCon, like they haven't really been delved into. So who who knows what they looked like, or even you know, they might know a little bit, little bits and pieces, but. Nobody really knows, so it's very open. I think the whole fantasy realm is very open, in my opinion, for you know anybody to play anything. Like, oh yeah, the whole world is open to anything. So that it is kind of shocking to me. Um, uh, 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 Aaron, go ahead and what are your thoughts on this? Um, you know, of course, uh, my thoughts are similar to everybody's. It's just like, how can you? be so upfront about this but be okay with mickey rooney and breakfast at tiffany's you know it's just one of those things that is just my exact which is a horrible movie i hate (laughs) that movie so much Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just you know there's there's a lot of different things that it's just kind of like 
it's just it doesn't make sense and, and you see how like speechless i am i'm just like really um but it's just everybody plays it so well uh including the um i, I keep freaking you know of course i need to rewatch it again for the names but um the uh the the dwarf the wife Oh, oh, Disa, the girl who plays Disa. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Her great. name is her name is Sophia Nomdet. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, she she is you know amazing in that role. I really like how they portrayed you know of course like the the whole clash between elves and 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 man and and you know of course it, it all starts from there and you're like okay i can feel like the tension between everything here and they all portrayed it very well um oh, yeah. but you know of course this whole thing is just like and you keep mentioning like jrr Tol- like tolkien it's just like oh he's gonna roll in his grave and it's just like are you no. sure like, <laughs> right? like yeah. do you know him you don't personally? Care. yeah he <laughs> He he wrote, you know. Yeah, I don't think that's what it's really about. <laughs> yeah, dark dark skin hobbits, and it's just kind of like, well, yes, they are they are black. Mm-hmm. That's just to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, um, I, yeah, I, yeah. I completely agree with all of you. Like, it's just ridiculous at this point. Um, why yes. why not? Why can't there be a dark elf? Uh, uh, elf <laughs> hobbit. Why can't elf there be hobbit Harfoot? Yeah. Any, yeah. Of any of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we go from meeting the hobbits. We meet um, uh, Nori and Poppy. There was our to be our two main hobbits. Uh, they're rambunctious, like we've seen from hobbits before. Um, and then we go from there, and we are introduced to the um, dwarfs, and we mm-hmm. go to Casa Doom, which is pretty much Moria. It says yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. it was very interesting for me to see Moria alive with the green right. people. It and was so everything. pretty. It was yeah. so pretty just to see that this time taken back. Uh, what yeah. were your thoughts about that and seeing the interactions between how the elves were still kind of friendly towards, or the uh, dwarves were still kind of friendly towards the elves a little bit, um, and they still had the successful society. What were your thoughts on that? We'll start with you, Aaron. Um, I will say when I was, of course, seeing Kazat Doom in all of its glory, really quickly, I just saw like a Minecraft video of someone actually building Kazak Doom, like inside a mountain. And then that sort of like flashed in my mind. I'm like, whoa, like this is actually like really crazy. Like the first time I saw Kazat Doom was actually like on the Minecraft build. But um, <laughs> seeing it here, I like I literally like my mouth was like, like as it was going through seeing it alive and you know being populated with all these dwarves um i do like the uh test of endurance as well it's just kind of like you know it's just such a man thing like oh you didn't come to my wedding you didn't but you know it's understandable i would do the same thing too it's just like you haven't met my children yeah how dare you i'm banning you um but it's so funny when uh elrond gets introduced you know to the wife and i wish there were more introduction with the kids but maybe that's going to be a, a little bit later um but mostly between the wife and him it's like oh my gosh i haven't seen you in such a long time how are you old friend you know, and it's just like, wow, that could have been the man of the house, but it chose not to be. Um, but I really like that moment. And obviously at the 
end of the episode, I want to see what was the what was the glowing offer. What was it? Mm-hmm. Um, I know what it is, but I I'm know not what it is you. too. I can't remember the name. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll we'll hold off on that because uh, I'm pretty sure we will get on to that later. In the I know what it is. I know we'll what just it is. calm down for this moment. Secrets. <laughs> we have. I mean, we already know what it is. Like we've seen it in Lord of the Rings, so it's yeah. not like a spoiler. But yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a spoiler now. It's a spoiler for <laughs> moment. Yeah. If we okay now. Okay, now I think I might know what it is now. I had to think about that. I'll, 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 I'll private message you right now. Yes. Anyway, continue. <laughs> All right, uh, Julie, what did you think about Casa Doom? Um, yeah, I thought, well, this, the, well, first of all, just all of the scenery and settings in this is amazing. And, um, okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, okay, continue. <laughs> but no, like, the just the artistry that went into creating that and especially the details that went into Kazakh Doom specifically like just all the intricate little like when you see the whole world just rising up before you and like everybody is in it doing their little part and it's and it's alive and it's like yeah it's really cool really beautiful and like uh, Aaron was saying like just seeing what it looked like before we knew it too like before like well I mean yeah like the greenery and stuff um and I yeah I love the dwarfs I've always loved like the kind of dwarf elf rivalry like Legolas and Gimli was like kind of my favorite so I think this is going to be the new like Legolas and Gimli like rivalry maybe a little bit we're right. like they're obviously friends but they you know they poke fun at each other banter, and the like banter that. between them <laughs> yeah exactly no, I, yeah, uh, and I, I, but I, yes, and, but shout out to Disa and the actress who plays her too, like you were saying mm-hmm. before. I love her. I think she's one of my new favorite characters, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, like, she just was like, I don't know, just really fit, like, embodied the dwarf thing perfectly. And also just the typical, like, like, you know, the, the man, like you, you were saying the men are quarreling, but the woman's going to be the one to like welcome them in with open arms. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. She's like, "What are you talking about? Let's let our dear friend in here, you know. Like, come sit down for dinner, you know. Like, yeah, I just love that. I love her personality, and like, literally fits right in with the dwarf world. And I just, it was really cool to to like see that again, but with new characters. So, yeah. Oh yeah, completely agree. Uh, before we get to you, Jordan, um, Q uh, in the chat says we're going back to when we were talking about diversity and everything uh, as. Mm-hmm. As I myself am half Irish and Choctaw Indian pass as white, and I agree that a writer's purpose is to write characters are identifiable to the reader or the movie watcher. A production company vision of all white casts to play these characters is bullshit. I'm glad that I'm glad they addressed that and casting is so diverse, which we all completely agree with on that one. Yeah. Um, so Jordan, what were your thoughts about? Oh my god. So yes, the dwarves and all of them. I was so excited to see sort of what we've been alluded to in like the Lord of the Rings and in the Hobbit, right? Because in the Hobbit you have Thorin, who actually is a son of Durin, right? And Mm -hmm. so when we got introduced to his character, I was like, I was freaking out. My dad was like, Who is that? What's going on? And I was like, Have you seen the Hobbit? He's like, No. And I was like, it would take too long to explain. (laughs) I don't have time, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, and, you know, we will be seeing the Balrog, 
in this season. Mm -hmm. So just be aware. Like, we will be seeing it because it's alluded to in a lot of the trailers, right? Which we see Gandalf fight in the Lord of the Rings. So we will be seeing the Balrog because the dwarves got too greedy. They dug deep, right? And it's alluding to the little gift that, like, the little that was opened i'm not gonna say what it is um but me and julie know but um <laughs> i will say like and i i kind of am gonna go to what aaron was saying with like you know oh my god like it's like you know mask and all that stuff i kind of felt like it was a vulnerable moment for like Duran to be like you didn't come to this and you didn't come to that and like you say you're my friend and like you're gonna just do your own thing and then that's why we see Elrond like get teary-eyed he's like you know what you're right like I did it and like you're right I was focused on me like I should have been here for you even though these fucking lands are like thousands of miles away right like let's let's keep this in reality right this is like this isn't like oh I'm gonna go from like LA to like mm, you know uh to the valley this is like I'm gonna go to LA to New York right like, yeah this is how far this fucking shit is and he was like you know what you're right he was like i'm sorry like i didn't mean to offend and then duran's like all right like you can come into my house like you can see my kids and the fact that like when he met his kids his kids had the fucking heads on and they were like but i died i laughed <laughs> so hard because yeah. i was like one of them is thorin and yeah. i'm like this is amazing and then his wife was awesome so i just i i thought it was just you know and then at the very end when he said, oh, you you kept the sapling and it like thrived. Mm. And he's like, yeah, he takes care of it. Like it's his third child. Mm. And like that sort of let Elrond know that like, all right, this guy's not as like hard ass as he thinks he is, right? Yeah. And it's just like all for show. So I, I enjoyed it. I thought that the, the dwarves home was beautiful. It was amazing. Um, and, you know, it was just a, it, it, it was an ode to like the, dwarf elf relationship that we've seen in the hobbit and as well as in lord of the rings oh yeah oh yeah um i completely agree with you um we're gonna go and talk about alron right now and why he went to go visit the dwarves um salabran uh charles edwards uh wants him to help him build this tower now what are you guys thinking about that because this is the first that we're hearing about them wanting to build this thing to create something beautiful and something powerful that they haven't done in Middle Earth. What do you guys think it may be? Where do you think it's going to go? How evil or good do you think it may be? Uh, we'll start with you on this, Julie. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, I I mean, I'm excited to see what it, what it becomes. And as far as thoughts on it, like, and I feel like I feel like I want it to be something that like we recognize from the previous movies and stuff, but I don't know. It could be I and I and I wanna say, just because I'm an optimist, I wanna say that it, it's gonna be a good thing. Because I can't imagine something that the elves and the dwarves creating together would be bad, but that's just me. <laughs> um but yeah, other than that, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just very curious to see how that unfolds. Um, yeah, yeah well, absolutely right. There's going to be an interesting journey as we go on it. Erin, what are your thoughts about this tower? Could be what it could bring, what it can do. I will say the opposite. Um, <laughs> I, I think honestly, because there's something that I feel like, oh, 
like they're going to build it it's what they want it to like attend it for but there's going to be something else that will take over you know it. Mm. so yeah so that's why i'm like huh like that's why i'm just a little bit expecting the unexpected a little apprehensive in its purposes <laughs> yeah exactly but um coming yeah. over and asking you know hey i know we can have more hands on this even though it must be done by spring we can still do it um and just you know of course it, it was kind of funny when elrond went to go visit and it's just like i'm expecting this and then then it's just like nope it's like okay <laughs> yep 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 yeah um, but that's that's what I currently think of it so okay. far. Yeah. All right. Well, just, oh no, go ahead, Joel. Sorry, I was just gonna say, just touching on that point of like thinking that something's gonna happen with it. Like, I just feel like this whole series is gonna have like this overshadowing of darkness. You know, like it's foreshadowing some things, dark things to come. So I see why you went there with that because yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Anyway, Jordan, what do you think about the tower? Oh, I'm about to ruin it for Alia. Um, if you're true, like, so I'm a huge gamer. Um, and if you've ever played Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War, you know exactly what that tower is. And mm. you know exactly what happens with that. Um, and you know exactly what the hammer is. Like, you know exactly why it was introduced. Um, all I'm going to say is that uh, there's some foreboding with that. Like, uh, Calibre... Calibor? Calibor. Calibor. Calibrimbor? Yeah. Calibrimbor. Thank he you. He has a lot of fancy goals of like what he wants to do with that tower. And I just can't wait to see what this series has in hold of that because playing Shadow of Mordor, I was like, and then hearing that, I was like, oh, this isn't good. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Like, please don't do that. Yeah. So, so we were going to have a, I feel like it was also an arc for setting up multiple series or multiple seasons of this series, oh, which yeah. I'm really excited for, right? Because we might get a Shadow of Mortar series where I will cream my pants the entire series. <laughs> it's a video game and like, I'm so excited for it. We might get a Shadow of War series. Like, it just, so when he said that, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, I'm not going to get too excited because things get canceled. But also I'm really excited because what if it doesn't and it's going to be really good, so. Mm. Yes, things do get canceled, but it's Amazon, so he's paying for it himself, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Right. Um, last place we're going to touch on before we recap and see where everybody ends. Uh, in the lands of man, uh, we actually meet Erendur and Berwyn the human and the elf, the beautiful mm. chocolate man. Oh, I love him. Yes. Um, <laughs> little love. Man. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we meet them and they're little like maybe love interest, probably love interest. I mean, who are we lying? Uh, yeah. But we see our first instance of, um, wow, the name just went from my head. Uh, with everybody burrowing under the other town and the sun and everything like that, like we see our first in instance of Jordan, help me out here. Um, Aaron, dear, no, uh, so 
Saruman's Saruman. 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 uh, minions to fight for him. I don't oh, know why. Orc. 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 Thank you. I don't know yeah. why that came out of my head. I was like, but we see our first instance of orcs. Like, yeah. and uh, we've been looking for them for the first couple of episodes. So what do you think this is going to be? Is this going to start a big war? Are people going to start migrating to try and save themselves? What do you think is going to happen? We'll start with you on this. Um, I, I, anybody else could start, but I just wanted to also mention like the sword as well. Yeah. 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 So that's really interesting. And I can't, I can't wait to see how it's going to affect that character in particular. Um, uh, honestly, we are going to see the elf, you know, of course, come back as well. Um, but yeah, like once the orc came up, I, was, I knew I, I was just like, yep, that's an orc right there. Um, and there's also something that crossed my mind, which was the I think we already talked about it, but the the stranger, the man in in the uh, yes, side but story. Star. Yeah. There's there's just a lot of things that's just like questionable, and we're just like, what what's going on? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so it's right right now, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if if anybody else you know wants to go, they can. But um, that's just what I wanted to bring up so far. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, Julie, we'll touch base on you on the orcs, and also not you brought up Aaron because we need to talk about that. The man who fell from the sky in the star. What are your thoughts on these? Um, okay, so yeah, the orcs, I mean, I was like, I was kind of like, they're going to show up at some point because like, again, they kept foreshadowing it, hinting at it. And we know the minute that the elves were like, they're gone, nobody's seen an orc in years. That's always a surefire sign. Like, they're going to pop up. So yeah, I was kind of waiting. And I, I like, at first I wasn't a hundred percent sure, like when he was in like the floorboards and stuff, what it was, but yeah, like Aaron said, when he came up or whatever, I don't know what gender the orc was, but <laughs> the, the, the orc, orc came, came up. up. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> when the orc came up. When the orc came up. Non-gender specific. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever but but yeah when the orc came up I was just like oh shoot like that's it it's happening like you know Gladriel's right but I knew she was right because she's my girl so you know but um <laughs> yeah but yeah it was just it's very exciting because it just definitely like it's gonna throw everything into a whole different level of you know like the next level of the story like it's like but the humans are gonna have to change everything they know about their way of life and like how are they gonna survive yeah i don't know i mean they're migrating right now but like are the orcs gonna follow them my guess is probably so yeah it's just very interesting to see how this is all gonna unfold and i'm wondering if they're gonna not want the elves to be on their side to help fight against the orcs because i'm like come on now duh like the elves are like really good fighters like i, I mean i guess i kind of get like what because you know the humans obviously do not like the elves very much but like it's, i'm still a little unclear as to wh why like i mean i guess because that i mean that rivalry goes even into the later into the movies because yeah. i know like for instance, I think Legolas and Aragorn were like untrusting of each other at first, weren't they? 
I remember correctly. So I don't know. That's a whole rivalry that apparently goes back a lot. I know they kind of went into it, but anyway, sorry. That's this is going on a tangent, but <laughs> my, You're my right. point is yeah. My point is that like I think they're gonna maybe have to form an alliance with the elves to fight these orcs because they're not gonna be able to do it by themselves. So yeah. we shall see. And then oh, you then you the man in the sky. You want to man in the star? Like okay, the man in the stars that fell from the sky. Yeah, I mean, okay, like we talked about this a little bit before we started, but I know some of us think it's Gandalf, and some of it us is. think that it's. Mm. I think it has to be, but I mean, I, I like. You, uh, I think Jordan, you brought up a good point that it could be. Um, what did you say, the necromancer or something? Or oh, I just oh, okay. oh, you yeah. brought that up. Yeah, I, I, but, I have some people who think it might be the necromancer uh, that we right. saw in the Hobbit series. Well, and and I was I was mentioning like when I went to the the panel for the show, like they were very strongly hinting that it's probably Gandalf. So I'm like, hmm. I think so. And I mean, like, come on, that's obviously the thing that fans most want to see is like Gandalf's origins. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I'd be particularly excited about that because yeah, how did he become Gandalf the Grey, Gandalf the White, and all that? You know, like I want to see. But he's yeah, very yeah. very interesting. This this version of him. And if this is him, like it's very interesting, like just the, his different powers and his different figuring out what everything is. It's very interesting to watch. Oh yeah, no, completely right there with you. And then Jordan, we'll touch base on you before we start wrapping things up here in a second. Yeah, um, I for sure think that the man that fell is Gandalf, only because, um, and I'm glad Aaron brought it up. The sword that was taken from the town which the elf told uh, the, the woman that he like loves, he's like, mm. yeah, your town is known for like loving Morgoth. Like what's going on? And she's like, how dare you? And I'm like, bitch, like you got to realize your history. Like you got to right. know yeah. <laughs> what's going on. And the fact that your son found a freaking, um, uh, found a sword that belonged to a wraith, right? Eventually becomes a wraith, right? Mm. I feel like Theo will become a wraith eventually. Mm. Um, he might be the necromancer because here's the thing and when we get when the old man that fell from the sky uh, fell and then we see you know the ancestors of the hobbits take care of him we also see in another like scene which is right after mention of the Samolaris which Gandalf mm. is sort of like a child of the gods right like he's a child of the Samolaris so I'm like, this is Gandalf pre like him knowing what's going on. He still has his power, right? Like he's a powerful wizard who can control natural elements and can control shit, right? But he doesn't have the capability to communicate at this time, right? And what gave it away for me was when he was talking to the fireflies to do certain mm-hmm. things. And then they all died when he passed out. And I was like, Remember when he talks to the moth when he's um on on the tower of um oh shit I forgot his name the the other white wizard Aramon. that was like yeah yeah Aramon. remember that shit yeah and then how he can communicate with eagles I'm like you know what you ain't fooling me this is Gandalf period <laughs> and if it's not like I'll be very surprised I will be very surprised and conceited of those people but yeah. I feel I feel That's like true. this I feel like this is why we see Gandalf say that hobbits are 
um, the most trust, like trusting and, 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 and the most loving of creatures on this, you know, uh, in this fictional world. So, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, Before I get your final thoughts on where you hope the season will go, everybody, uh, where we're ending off is Gladriel is making her way back to Middle Earth after jumping off the ship as she meets her little friend and they're getting attacked by fish and everything. Um, and she still has the inclination that evil is going to happen. Um, Nori and Poppy are taking care of who we presume is Gandalf, um, but also telling him that they're about to make this journey and they're going to go on to other places. So they may have to leave him. Um, they're building the tower, uh, which I'm presuming is going to make the rings, which yes, but no. Uh, and we don't know what that is. Um, and then we're also in the realm of the dwarves where they finally come back in contact with the elves and everything like that. And they're kind of still in their power. Um, where do you guys think the season is going to go? What are your hopes for the season? Um, what do you hope to see in this next episode? We'll start with uh, you, Jordan. Um, I, I'm really excited for this series. I'm really excited to see sort of the things that I've been missing, like in, like before, like the things that we've only heard of in Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, um, to sort of fill those gaps. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, some of the games that I played to sort of like connect with those and sort of like realize, you know, and I think you kind of like made a little hint where it's like, oh, is this the tower that they made the ring? Maybe. We don't know. But I think <laughs> mm-hmm. if you've played the games, if you've seen all of the movies, you kind of know the answer to that. If you've read the books, you kind of know the lore. So I'm I'm super hopeful for this and I cannot wait for each episode to come out. Um, Aaron, what are your hopes for the season and uh, the uh, <laughs> cliffhanger? That's all I'm going to like. Just cliffhanger. I know it's going to probably maybe end when the tower is you know completed or you know something along the lines of that. Where it's just like in the next episode of Dragon Ball Z, um, it's just like <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> And that's what you missed on Dragon Ball Z. And, and, then, and then like the hammer's charging just the whole yeah. time. The hammer's yeah. charging. Galagio's just like, ah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm excited for how everything is just going to, you know, go. I'm just going to watch and just, you know, just let it take me. Just let me on this ride and I won't, you know, of course, say anything about it. Right. Until the very end, yeah. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful ride. And uh, what about you, Julie? What do you think? Um, I mean, yeah, my hopes, I guess, are just that I hope that it that the stories are able to get fleshed out in a, in a way that leaves us feeling satisfied. But also, you know, I don't, you know, of course, you know, they're going to have cliffhangers because that's just how most TV shows are nowadays. But um, but yeah, I just want to see more. I want to see more good writing. I want to see more stories fleshed out. I really want to see more connections to the movies and things. Like, just see how that all pans out. Like, oh, I know her because this, and I know oh, and I'm gonna put two and two together and figure out that this person is yeah. That's honestly really fun for me. So I hope there's more of that. And yeah, I just hope it continues to, you know keep to like be very true to the world while coming up with this awesome original source material you know so 
Oh yeah, I completely agree with all you. I'm excited to see where this journey takes us because uh, we haven't seen anything like this before that wasn't written mm -hmm. by Tolkien. Uh, yeah. So it's exciting to see what the writers and the directors and everything are going to do. Um, but unfortunately, that's all the time we have for tonight, everybody. Um, and today <laughs> we talked about episodes one and two of The Rings of Power. Um, shout out to my guests, Jordan, Aaron, and Julie. Uh, go ahead and tell them, everybody out there, where they can find you. Julie, you go ahead and start. Um, yeah, well, um, I'm on Instagram, at jraylin. And then I'm on Twitter at Silent Caffeine, but I use my Instagram a lot more. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my main socials. Perfect, perfect. Jordan, tell everybody out there where they can find you today. Uh, I'm on Instagram, City of Stars Thirteen. Follow Julie. Uh, you're right. Here, wait, you're right here. <laughs> um, follow Julie. I just saw her Instagram. Please do. If you're into nerdgasms, geekgasms, all that shit, follow her. Aaron, I'm excited <laughs> to follow you too if you have any uh, anything. But um, yes, I, I always look up the people. So please follow oh, all these wonderful individuals. Eric I'll too. I'll call you back. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, City of Stars 13 on Instagram. Oh, good. And uh, Aaron, where can people out there find you? Um, if you can see my name right over here on the edge of the screen, um, that's my Twitter handle. It makes it really, really easy. It's just my first name and then L-E-W and my last name. And then I also have a Instagram as well, uh, which is Aerith, like in uh, Final Fantasy. Aerith and then <gasps> Doe, D-O-E, at the end. We yeah. love that. Yeah. I, I do love that. I do love that. Oh, thank you. Um, well, uh, you can listen to... Uh, Listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. All of our platforms are at NomTalk Network. Uh, until then, I am your host, Eric Ramirez. Our next basic binges is going to be episodes seven, eight, and nine of Sandman. We're finishing that off. So that's very exciting. But thank you all for joining. And... Have a nomorific day. Bye-bye. <laughs>